0: I might be strawberry and somebody needs chocolate, right? And I want them to go out there and find chocolate. So we're not the flavor for everybody as well. But um, I want people to know that, you know, you look at all the elite athletes and entertainers and business people and musicians. Guess what they all have in common is they all have coaches and mentors. All of them. Paid coaches, mentors are all involved. They have a tribe around them that's supportive.
1: You are tuning in to For Better Self and Net Worth Podcast. This is a podcast where I encourage you to live the life of your dreams by adopting the right mindset, navigating through tough challenges, and respecting your bank account. I interview entrepreneurs and empire builders from across the globe as they share how they have come to live the lives of their dreams and the challenges they had to break through. I also have a few solo episodes where I talk about the lessons learned and navigating in a world full of naysayers, negative mindsets, and money grabbers. I personally believe that attitude is everything and with the right attitude, you can get the life that you dream of. I'm so glad you're on this journey with me. If you're listening, make sure you have hit the subscribe button and on Apple, give me some love by leaving a review. Most of all, I hope every episode you hear on here leaves you inspired and on fire to live your best life without breaking the bank. Hey everyone, another awesome episode of For Better Self and Net Worth. Another legendary guest, my friend Tommy Breedlove coming to us from Georgia. He is the USA Today and Wall Street Journal best-selling author of the book Legendary. He is also a frequent speaker at several keynote events across the globe. So, Tommy, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a few things, a few tidbits about yourself before we get started.
0: A few tidbits about myself. I'm coming to you from the beautiful North Georgia Mountains. Um love, love, love all things reading, traveling, and growing think if we're not growing, we're not dying. Got a uh, wife of wife of we've been together since 1995. You do the math on that. I'll just not even do that math for everyone. Two beautiful dogs, North Georgia mountains life is good today. And uh, I hope everybody, before they leave to know they're not alone, and whatever they're going through, hopefully they can know they can get help and connect but also no matter what story they're telling themselves or what voice they have in their head or wherever they're not showing up or being successful in life, love, relationships, mindset, money, success, that, Hey, you're not alone and look in the mirror and you are the problem and solution. So that's a little bit about me.
1: That is so good. You are the problem and the solution.
0: Amen. That's, That's I, uh, you know, there's, you know, it's, this is going to sound harsh. So it sounds harsh. No one owes us anything and they're not going to give us anything and there is no magic pill. And unfortunately there's no politician coming to save us. And uh, we must, we must participate in our own rescues, right? We must know that wherever we're challenged in life, wherever we need to go, wherever we need to be more successful, is it business? Is it money? Is it relationships? Is it friends? Is it family? That we are the problem and the solution. It's just about our choices, which is the only control we have, right? you the only thing we're in right. control of is our choices. And what are we going to choose today to do a little bit different than we did yesterday, but it sounds easy in practice. And it is easy, but why do we continue to do the same choices over and over again? Right. And so, yeah. uh, so that's why I say, if you ever look in the mirror, what, and one of the things of goals of we've, we've built something called the legendary life movement. And we mean this, I mean, this in the bottom of my heart, cause I was so challenged with this for so many years of my life is. When we look in the mirror, I want us to see someone we love and an ally and not an enemy. Someone we love and that it's an ally and not an enemy. And I think a lot of us struggle with that. So I'll let you take it from there, Ella.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it all begins with self-love.
0: 100%. It all
1: begins with how we see ourselves because we can't control how other people who are going to see us as far as our potential goes, as far as what we bring to the table. But we really have to see ourselves as someone that can achieve our goals.
0: I completely agree. And it's hard, though, because we're inundated with shame. We're inundated with yeah. negativity. I'm talking social media, 24 hour news, the unintentional remarks of friends and family teachers when we were growing up. And, you know, we start telling ourselves a story because we hear so much negativity, even the stuff we watch on TV. It's a lot of negativity in that, a lot of anger, a lot of division, and um, it's 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 you've got to filter out the noise and have more goodness going into your eyes and ears. Because when we have all that negativity going, we start begin we start thinking negative. When we hang out with negative people, we'll start being negative with them. If we hang out with you know five people that are not doing the things that we want to be doing, we'll become just like them. So it's really hard to find self love. I think it's cultivated. I think self esteem is cultivated. I don't think we're taught it. But emotional health, mental health, if it's important to use spiritual health, I'm not talking about religion and physical health. I mean, we must, you know, if we're not building those muscles that are atrophying and we're not told how to be emotionally strong, we're not told how to be mentally strong. And that when we look in the mirror, we see greatness and potential and goodness and love and not all the things that are wrong with us, not pretty enough, smart enough, rich enough, whatever enough. And um, we're, that's what's in our ears and eyes most of the time. So it's hard not to get sucked into that. Hell, I'm twelve years into this journey and do this for a living, and there's a reason that I have two coaches. There's a reason I'm in two masterminds. There's a reason I get up every day and put on my big boy pants and do the visions, do the meditations, do the affirmations, do the intentions, read, have great conversations with people like you. It's because I fight this fight every day, just like everybody else.
1: Well, I you know, love it. And that's kind of what the reason that attracted you for me to pursue you as a guest is you're doing the things that I want to do with my life. Oh, I love it. Best-selling author, you're a motivational speaker. Everything you said, you talked about on your website, we don't seek approval from other people. I've had to battle that for years. Me too. Me, me wanting too. to having goals that are not, are not normal. are not I guess normal, quote unquote. You know what I mean?
0: Well, there's nothing wrong with wanting to exceed expectations and setting great goals out there, but we also need to celebrate how far we've come. Um, you know, one of the things I like to teach is, uh, I learned this from a book called the gap and the gain It's a gorgeous book and it's new is we're always measuring ourselves against an ideal and that horizon or that corner always moves. You know, when we get a little more success, the ideal moves, when we feel a little better about ourselves, the ideal moves. And we're always looking at ourselves in our relationships, our re- relationship with ourselves, our businesses and who we are. And we're always comparing ourselves to the ideal. And we're also comparing ourselves to people who are probably, a lot more ahead on their journey than we are. But if every now and then we turn around and we look backwards and see how far we've come today, see how far we've come in a week, see how far we've come in a year and see all the goodness and all the learnings and all the things we have accomplished, it puts us in a moment of celebration. It puts us in a moment of celebration, uh, a presence. And it also puts us in a place of abundance, um, celebrating and Hey, we've done this and we can do this and we can go forward. So so every now and then we got to turn around look back and see what we have done. But, um, we're always comparing ourselves to the ideal. And, you know, what I love is what you want to do. And I, I don't know how you want to do it. I do it pretty uniquely, but I love to, I think, you know, when I, if people ask me what we do is we challenge, we empower, we grow and we connect, we challenge, we empower, we grow and connect In the entire legendary life movement, whether it's a retreat, an experience, our community, or our mastermind. And we want to be the family that you choose to be business to do business in life with. We want to choose the family that are ambitious, who are driven. And we're not for everybody. We tell everybody that we're allergic to apathy, entitlement. Uh, we're allergic to victimhood, and we're allergic to laziness. And so we're not for everybody. We're for the people who want to get up, make the choices every day to be a little bit better than they were yesterday, and look in the mirror. And 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 God willing, and we also we also believe that people feel alone. And we have a saying that isolation is the enemy of excellence for men and women. And when we get stressed out or overwhelmed, we t- some of us, me, tends to isolate. And I know, in order for us to build legendary life or build a legendary business or be successful, you have to do you have to do it in community. And so, um, I want a million more coaches and a million more motivational speakers and a million more writers out there because people need to hear your voice and your flavor, whatever that is. So I'm, I'm here to support Ella, whatever you need.
1: Thank you so much. I love that. It, it does. Cause it helps to talk to people that have achieved what I want to achieve. But I also have to remember. Sometimes I, I think it's so normal to look at the progress that you've made and think, "Wow, you know, I, I, I'm not Gabby Bernstein yet." Or even I have a life coach that is. She has the same birthday as me, but she's nine years younger. And I look at her and I'm like, she is so wise beyond her years. How did she get to that point?
0: That's great, though, that you're working with someone you're inspired by, right?
1: Yes.
0: And Ella, I don't want to forget, I was supposed to tell your audience that I just cracked open a bottle of bubbly. So we're having a little bubbly rosé here. And uh, just wanted to mention that since you told me to mention that. Yes. But by the way, you're not alone. I I can't tell you who because everybody will know who this is. So I had the opportunity to be a part of a large conference. So you do it. I do it. Athletes do it. Great business. People do it. The entertainers we look up to the musicians, the artists, they all compare themselves to someone else. Cause there's always someone ahead of us or behind us. And I was literally had my, it was, the chairs were back to back. And um, I was, I was visiting with some people that I knew at the conference and one of the major keynotes, not a, not a, like a major keynote, was comparing himself to Gary Vaynerchuk. I, I forgive me if I said Gary V. Gary V. His name. Gary V.
1: Right? Oh yeah, yeah I, I, I can't v-
0: ever pronounce his last Chris. name, um, but he was comparing Gary himself to him. And let me tell you, this guy's huge, and is very successful. Has a huge movement. Is a great coach. A great speaker. Really is is world class on the business side. And it was just the part I thought is, hey, that was at least he's being honest. But he was comparing himself, and B, we all do it. We all do it. I do it to this day. And what I try to, and I don't like the word try, what I do is celebrate those people that I look up to, follow what they do, seek their wisdom, hire them if I need to hire them and just keep putting one foot in front of the other. And, and honestly, we're in this legendary life movement, which is a community, it's retreats, it's experiences and a mastermind. We're only two and a half years now we've had a meteoric rise because of the book and some of the things we've done and 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 I had a 25 year big network career prior to that that I can lean on yeah. um, and some credibility there but even to this day is we push every day you know we we fight every day we make sales calls every day you know we see the sexy end of the business which is what you and I are doing now. Yeah, All the great humans and systems and processes and, and cries and laughs all behind the scenes. It's all part of building something great. And, you know, Beyonce didn't come Beyonce just overnight. She worked her ass off for years and years and years and years and sang and sang and sang and sang and sang and danced and danced and danced. And 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 now she's a world-class superstar. So we got to just keep doing that, my friend.
1: (laughs) Yeah. How many, how many record labels probably turned down Beyonce and really Destiny's Child before they signed her?
0: Totally, and that what did what did the like the news place tell Oprah that her voice stunk?
1: Oh yeah, she, they said she wasn't made for television. <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, she's yeah. done all right for herself.
1: <laughs> Doing just fine. A uh, Cindy Crawford o. said the first couple modeling agencies she went to told her no.
0: Yeah. yeah. She did that and on the
1: it, interview. I never forgot it.
0: And what's the 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 woman who wrote Harry Potter? It was like thirty or forty nose or oh some some gosh. huge amount of nice. nose.
1: it it was was thrown in the trash several times jk rowling
0: yeah crazy yeah now
1: she's one of the biggest philanthropists in the world and i mean harry potter is a way of life for millennials
0: (laughs) (laughs) and you gotta hey she never gave up and that's what you and i need to do and people need to hear our voices and know they're not alone and i might be strawberry and somebody needs chocolate right and i want them to go out there and find chocolate so we're not the flavor for everybody as well but Um, I want people to know that, you know, you look at all the elite athletes and entertainers and business people and musicians, guess what they all have in common is they all have coaches and mentors, all of them, paid coaches, mentors are all involved. They have a tribe around them that's supportive and that's what I wanted to follow. And I was, I was grateful enough that this business fell in my lap. People actually asked for it from me and I had no intention of ever doing anything like this. And so I'm really blessed to be able to get up every day fight hard, do the stuff I don't like to do, do the stuff I love to do. But I believe in what, why we do it and who we do it for so much that it helps to get up every day and and do it. I'm sure you're the same way as well. Even when we get a case of the efforts and I won't say what the efforts mean, but we all know what the efforts mean.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I I like that term, a case of the efforts.
0: Yeah, I pick up my effort backpack. (laughs) I want to put it on and carry it around.
1: (laughs) Yeah, And it happens. It's like when you're self-employed or yourself not motivated sometimes it's just like oh you know i really don't want to edit the podcast i'd rather just watch hbo i'd rather just watch oh, youtube yeah. Some, or sometimes i'll even look at youtube and be like i need to watch lewis howe's podcast just to get me motivated and yeah. you know same podcast i've seen over and over again and it's like okay this is not productive anymore even though I definitely like to listen to the Lewis house podcast, but sometimes it's convenient and
0: easy, right? Yeah. It's not doing what we need to be doing. It's not making that sales call. It's not building that process or writing that article or whatever it is we need to be doing. It's, it's convenient.
1: It's convenience. My life, speaking of athletes, my, not my life, but my Saturdays used to revolve around college football. I'd watch my team and then I'd watch the team that I
0: have to know who's your team. Just tell me.
1: I grew up a Florida fan, Uh, but I can tell you, (laughs) I cannot tell you what, I think it's because Steve is from my hometown, and I wanted to be different. It was, I grew up in UT, big orange territory, and I just Uh, wanted to cheer for a different team. Orange also is not my color. Neither is Virginia Tech maroon or Virginia Tech orange.
0: You can always put on some red and black and... You know, go woof woof woof.
1: <laughs> Red is actually one of my colors, and Georgia is deservingly number one right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I I I am a proud graduate of the University of Georgia, so go dogs. Just go dogs. Yeah, but you you know, I used to watch nonstop college football at all. I enjoy it still to this day, and I work so hard. I will take my problem now is I don't take time to have fun, and mm-hmm. so my goals are fun, rest, and joy. Because I'm intense, I'm pushed, I'm motivated, I love what I do. Damn it, I gotta lighten up and enjoy the ride some. So literally on the weekends, I will force myself to turn on a sporting event and watch it. But I I'm like you. I used to could waste four days on college football.
1: Exactly. I used to and that's what my Saturdays used to be occupied occupied with. And we're like, oh, well, are you going to watch the game? I was like, no, I've got to edit my podcast or I've got to work on, I'm, I'm in school part-time. right? like, I've got to work on school or I've got to work on this project and that project. There's just.
0: Well, your big orange had the biggest game they've ever had. So I just want to. That is so true. That,
1: and you got to give them props. I mean, that was, I've watched that game actually. And that was a fun game to watch.
0: I think everybody eventually turned it on because your text and email and calls were blowing up. They're like, are you
1: watching this? <laughs> I mean, I have friends, people that I grew up with that were rushing the field and carrying that goalpost, throwing it into the
0: river. <laughs> I love it. They earned that. They're they're probably yeah. still drinking bourbon in Knoxville.
1: <laughs> right. Or moonshine. I think they're known for the moonshine. Yeah, but- they're
0: known for moonshine. I can probably smell it here in Georgia if I sniff hard enough and walk outside. <laughs>
1: But talk about coming from, celebrating where you've come from. And Tennessee was in a situation where they kept having to fire a coach. They just, they were in a standstill for a minute.
0: Yeah. And here, 15 15 years, 15 years,
1: 15 years years straight. They did it. it.
0: They did it. They never gave up.
1: And they rightfully are celebrating it.
0: I love it. I love it. That's what we all need to do. I mean, we, we forget that we need to celebrate ourselves how far we've come. The baby steps we made, the big steps we made, the mistakes we've made that also have become our learnings. And, and you know, I, I'm a firm believer, too. And my team hears me say this because I say it to myself is when we become aware of what we need to do or aware of our feelings or false beliefs, what are we going to do about them? If we keep doing the same things, we're going to get mired in shame and self-doubt and start getting down on ourselves and make the same mistakes over and over again. But if we can use them as a platform of gratitude and see, they got us to hear and and celebrate them and thank them, but they no longer serve us and stand on them as a, as a floor of gratitude. It's a really powerful shift um, from using it as an anchor to using it as something to propel you. And so we talk about that a lot as a team, as a community, as a movement, as a mastermind. So that's something we focus on as well.
1: Wonderful. I'm curious, tell us about, you said you left corporate America. Yeah. Start your own business. That That is a common story. What was the pivotal moment that inspired you to build your legendary business?
0: So I will, I'll go back from the beginning and I'll see if I can do this really fast and really bullet bullet. I grew up in real humble uh, beginnings. Uh, no one in my family really would ever go, had ever been to college or had any plans to go to college. And it was a good blue collar part of the world. This gets to the career and how I walked away. Um, And I was going to be the first person in my family. I had like much of scholarships to universities and different, different things. And unfortunately I grew up around a lot of violence and abuse. And at 18, I became that violence of abuse and I committed a violent crime. I was looking at seven years in prison. I had a full ride to Georgia, half a ride at the university of Miami and all these other universities. Um, Luckily by the grace of God, it was dropped to two misdemeanors. And, but I was sentenced to two years and spent my 19th birthday incarcerated in South Atlanta. And uh, African-American gentleman decided to cross racial lines. He was in his 40s and said, young blood, you're not going to become a part of this system and mentored me he was the first male mentor in my life, held me accountable. So I dusted myself off, went to work, got out, went to work for a nuclear waste container factory in the day, community college at night, did end up at the University of Georgia. And one of the things I'm proud of is I went from a jail cell to a company called Deloitte in three years, which for those of you who don't know, that's one of the largest financial consulting and public accounting firms on the planet. So it was a really big accomplishment for somebody like me from the other side of the tracks. Fast forward almost 16 years, and there I was at the top of the game, corner office, shiny suit. I mean, you'd look on the outside and say, this dude's got it all going on. He's going somewhere. I'd shot through the ranks of the firms, had been recruited out of Deloitte to other firms, and fancy office, I any mean, corner office that looked down on Atlanta, traveling all over the world. And um, I was the important guy, tough guy, life of the party guy, never asked for help guy, arrogant guy, which is just insecurity on steroids. Uh, but I was never really Tommy. And when all that power, fame, status uh, didn't light me up, I turned to the darkness because i never filled those voids that I had to deal with as a young boy. And it looked like the Wolf of Wall Street wall- lifestyle. It almost cost me everything. I mean, everything, my marriage, my firm, my partnership. I mean, you name it, my my all the all the, that I worked for. And I was like, this is time number two. I don't know if I get a third time. And so at that point, I decided to make me my full-time job. and muscles, my soul muscles, my full-time job. And when I did that... Uh, my whole life transformed. Um, I went from junior partner to senior partner to international practice leader to being one of the most hated people at the firm to one of the most beloved. My money doubled, my network 10X and all these tangible great things happened. But even better as I started finding self-confidence, self-courage, love, respect, joy, fulfillment, humility. And um, all of my network started reaching out to me and I thought they wanted to do business, right? Let's go do some business transaction. No, they wanted to have coffee or a beer or go for a walk how did you do it, man? How did you turn a 180? How did you go from arrogance to humility? And how did you achieve all this success? And so I just started mentoring and teaching them. These people were from their twenties to their seventies, entrepreneurs and executives. And uh, eventually I just said, you know, um, they're like, you need to write a book. And eventually we wrote a book and it did really well. And they were like, well, let's build a movement around this book. And we built a movement. And so eventually I sold my, my equity in the firm. I resigned, uh, my, you know, 20 year career and went and chased this dream of, you know building the legendary life movement our retreats our experiences our masterminds and just you know being a little bit better than we were yesterday and so that's 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 the literally the story of the legendary life movement and how i got into this
1: love it so inspiring
0: oh thank you i, I wish I, I would have done it a little different if i had a second choice hey but it got me to where i am here <laughs> it got yeah. me to talking to you
1: <laughs> and, and your back in story what you're sharing with people shows that It really doesn't matter what situation that you're in. You can live a better life.
0: 100%. I mean, so many people. It's the hero's journey. Men and women all over the planet. No matter, it doesn't have to be rock bottom like I hit twice. But it can be whatever you've experienced or mistaked or something that's been done to you. And use it as a platform of courage. Use it as a platform of confidence. And again, look in the mirror and know you are the problem and solution. And it's never too late. If you have breath in your lungs and you're living in this country and on this side of the dirt, it's never too late to go out there and make a change and make a choice and go out there and be elite and world-class and, and and look in the mirror and, and let's say, let's go carpe diem, right?
1: Carpe diem. I know, I know just talking to you for the 20 minutes that I have that I'm already feeling just fired up, ready to go, <laughs> ready to tackle in the world. Will you tell the audience how they can work with you and where they can get a copy of Legendary?
0: So Legendary is everywhere. And by the way, if you're not a reader, I will read it to you uh, on Audible. So it's everywhere. It's at your airports, hardback, softback, electronic, Audible. I'm going to say your favorite bookstore because bookstores get and publishers get really mad when you say a specific one. But if you Google legendary Tommy Bree Love, Audible, Electronic, Softback, Hardback, all the bookstores have it. And uh, it's a great way to start. And if you're looking at, you know, you being in charge of your life no longer being the puppeteer, but being the puppet, no longer being the sheep, but the lion. And I'm talking about in all areas, your time, your purpose, your network, your money, your mindset, but more importantly, your relationships, your friendships, self-confidence, courage. It really, it's really a journey off se- clarity, self-mastery, and leadership. And it's book one. We're going to do an external leadership book, the next one. Um, it's really simple. It's really actually will Start there if you're really interested in maybe one of our masterminds our women's retreats or men's retreats or one of our experiences and our experiences are really fun. Um, if you want to do something with us like that, and you're looking for a tribe, people who are ambitious and driven, they don't have to be successful. They just got to want to be and who want to do business and life together, who want to be authentic, who want to connect, but who want to learn and grow constantly. Maybe we're your tribe and you can reach me directly. I'm just going to give you my direct email address. That's checked by four people. It's Tommy at Tommybreedlove.com, and we will get back to you. Um, it, it'll be a team member that gets back to you, and we will call you, and we will talk to you, and then we will get you in the right place, and God willing, you and I'll speak. So check out the book first, but if you're really interested in, in being elite, world-class, and badass, and everything you do, come check us out. And we're not talking about, we just don't want to make you successful in money and business, which we're really concentrated on that. That's 50% of what we do. Mm-hmm but we also want you to be elite in life, elite in love, elite in friendships, elite elite with yourself and elite in your relationships. So we're a holistic way. You know, we're not just, Hey, let's go invest in a bunch of real estate, which is a big part of what we do, but also in business, but let's go be elite in life. And so we take a holistic approach. So check us out, Tommy, Tommy at Tommybreedlove.com, Email me directly or download or read or listen to the book. And again, if you're not a reader, I'll read it to you. (laughs) Well,
1: thank you so much, Tommy.
0: Ella, you've been amazing. Thank you. And let us know how we can help and let us know who can shoot your way. And I, I, I know you're going to change so many people's lives and thank you for being you and wow. doing what you're doing.
1: Well, thank you so much.
2: You're very welcome. You are listening to For Better Self and Net Worth. In this community, we think you'll find your self worth comes before your net worth and everything else. We also think you were designed to go after the life you want by ditching societal norms, knowing exactly who you are as an individual and going after your unique purpose here on this earth. Every week, Ella interviews an entrepreneur that designed the life they wanted among the challenges, naysayers, and leaving outside their comfort zone. Or, you're going to hear straight from Ella, where she talks about the important lessons she's learned in life, and how she's achieved the overall happiness she has. This is Ella, the host for Better Self and Net Worth based out of nashville tennessee she makes every single day an adventure you'll always find her right here behind the microphone sharing all her thoughts with all of you and we appreciate you listening and hope you enjoy this episode